Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Welcome to another episode of Muslim Birthwork, Muslim Birth World podcast. Here today, we're joined with Sister Fatima, who is going to share with us her recent experience of an amazing VBAC, inshallah. So, yeah, without any further ado, I'm going to go straight over to you. Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh, Sister. <laughs> so I'm, I'm just dying to hear it let's go <laughs> okay bismillah. Bismillah. Um, so so basically uh this is this was my uh second um, my second baby so for the first for my first who is three and uh, three and a half he's a boy yeah. um so even is yusuf uh, for yusuf uh i had an emergency c-section Mm-hmm. Um, so, because it was quite traumatic, uh, I avoid talking about all the details, but basically, I had meconium in my water, and they, I had to be monitored and everything. So, it ended up uh, by, a, by an emergency C-section. And uh, I was quiet, even if it's Allah's will, alhamdulillah, we're grateful to have a baby, a healthy one. Uh, mm-hmm. But uh, I want, I really wanted to have a vaginal birth because I wanted to kill the baby. I wanted to. Um, <laughs> it's just natural, I think. Like, like mm-hmm. you know, like all the animals uh, out there, um, humans are made to birth naturally. And um, so, you know, for the second time, I was uh, determined, determined, sorry, mm-hmm. to um, to try my best in, and and pray for uh, for that beautiful outcome. And um, so for the second time, I was trying my best to, you know, uh, be healthy and be, you know, active, physically active and everything. Mm-hmm. And, um, and, uh, and just pray for, and do, you know, a lot of, a uh, uh, lot of hypnobirthing, try to relax and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, be really in a state of uh, uh, basically avoiding the fear, trying mm-hmm. to not fear my birth but you know welcome it and everything mm. and, and this time I was um, I wanted to have a, a doula as well as a birth partner mm-hmm. and um, so it was a bit complicated as you know Amy yeah uh, but uh, alhamdulillah I managed to have two uh, doulas uh, this time and, uh, so one Muslim and one Christian and subhanallah, um, he, he was amazing. I didn't have both for the birth uh, because okay. one of them, the Christian one, uh, uh, she was a bit busy with her family commitments. But the second okay. one, subhanallah, the, the Muslim one, um, ended up being with me and my husband at the birth. Okay, uh, so what happened is that uh, I, was, I was due on the 3rd of November. But mm-hmm. I could feel that this time this baby was going to come earlier. Subhanallah, I don't know what mm. instinct. Mm-hmm. And I started feeling the contraction very uh, early. So maybe the 15th of October, I started feeling something uh, mm. going on. Yeah. And um, and uh, Subhanallah, um, uh, I forgot I forgot to mention that I uh, I spoke to the, my community midwife about wanting to have a VBAC, and I had a few. Uh, barriers. Um, uh, my midwife was um, really keen on, on. I mean, she said we, you know, you would be supported and everything, but um, uh, 
she said the hospital might might not you know uh, let you birth in the birth center because of your you know um, previous section and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but I kept on trying to fight, and yeah. um, then I contacted the consultant midwife of the birth center, mm-hmm. and uh, I also spoke to the midwife of the birth reflection to talk about my first experience. So that was really helpful. Mm-hmm. And uh, but on the way, there was a consultant, obstetric consultant, uh, who discouraged discouraged me uh, a bit by talking about. Uh, uterine, uterine, or uterine rupture. Uterine rupture. Uh, uterine yeah. rupture. So she, she, she did mention that, and she mentioned, you know, uh, the risk of death and everything. And and I was trying to stay positive, and I spoke to her. I said, and uh, you know, she wanted to book me for an induction. She wanted to book me for, um, um, yeah, for an induction and for something else. I forget what it was. And I mm. said, no, thank you very much. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah, for an for an emergency C section as well. If not for oh, an em- emergency, uh, sorry, for elective, 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 yes. yeah, elect- elective or planned C section. And I said, uh, you know, thank you very much, but I'm trying to not uh, to do stay- that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I said, and you know, I can't. Uh, I can't. Uh, I can't plan for that. You know, she she was yeah. planning for the 41 week, and I was only at 36 or 37. how can we um, plan in advance we we don't know and and so she was really um she said look um i've I've talked to you about the risks uh so you are aware uh and i'm going to talk about the midwife and so she she stopped the phone for a while she spoke to the midwife and she said and this is what we we thought so i don't know if it was um the actual consultant midwife she spoke to Mm. but anyways after that i um I was in contact with the consultant midwife. She actually gave me a call. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I was so happy to talk to her because I could feel in her voice that she was more open. And, yeah. you know, uh, she was more soft, more open. And, uh, and she said to me, there's no problem. You, uh, you know, we will support you. Uh, mm. So, you know, I was, I was feeling very relieved, alhamdulillah. Then I said to her, can you, she said, I will email the conversation between me, you and me. And so I, I made sure I printed it off mm-hmm, <laughs> and I took, mm-hmm. took it with me, you know, on the day. Yeah. And, and then I also said to, to the doula, uh, you know, if there's any problem, inshallah, can you please make sure, you know, they see that note uh, and everything. But anyway, when I came to hospital, um, uh, so I was almost going to give birth at home. Mm. And and then uh, I said to 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 the doulas, they were both here, and I said, uh, look, uh, I think it's time to go because the contractions are becoming very close to each other. And uh, and one of them said uh, said to me, are you sh- are you sure? Maybe wait a little bit because uh, you know we're afraid they might send you back home and everything. And I said no, but the first time I listened to her, and then the second I said no, I think it's time to go. And mm. then she said. Oh, okay, that's all right. So she drove me. Um, uh, she drove me there, and alhamdulillah. Uh, f- at first, they didn't want to let me go to the birth center straight away because uh, they asked me over the phone if I could feel the baby, and I said, "Well, uh, my tummy is very tight at the moment, so I can't feel anything apart from the tightness." And so they were a bit worried about the baby, but then I felt I felt her moving in the car on the way, mm-hmm. 
but because of that, they were still not reassured. So I had a young midwife, midwife uh, telling me, uh, look, you need to stay in this room so we can do a few assessments. And I was having the contraction. I was trying mm. to walk side by side. I was mm. holding, you know, the my doula and uh, rocking, you know, uh, on her and everything. And I said, Subhanallah, uh, I just want to give birth in the room where you know I'm going to be. I don't want to be here. Yeah, because yeah. it was, you know, it was uh, just before the birth center on the same corridor, right? Um, but in a separate room, you know, like a triage, yeah. or I don't know how they call it. Yeah, triage. Uh, so basically, she, you know, she took my high blood pressure, and then she went. And then she came back. So, you know, I was waiting now maybe for half an hour. Uh, and, you know, it was becoming quite intense. Yeah. And then uh, she, I had a blood show. I went to the toilet. I had a blood show. And, and I thought okay. well, I, things are, you know, are, are started uh, are picking up. Um, yeah. And then uh, I said to her, please, can I have some gas in there? And she was... Uh, she was telling me, uh, don't worry, you will have it in a bit. And I said, I really need something now. Uh, mm. And she said, uh, you know, in a bit, in a bit. So it was, it was becoming a bit, you know, hard. And um, then she said to me, I can, I can tell you how much you are delight, di- dilated, sorry, if you want to know. And I really wanted to know at that point. Mm. Um, so I said, although I hate that examination, and I uh-huh. had to have gas and air with it because I absolutely yeah. hate it. Right. Uh, but I said, you know what, just give me the, the gas and air. And I want to know how much I am. Mm-hmm. Uh, so alhamdulillah, I could hear her voice in the background saying she's five centimeters. Okay. So I was glad because from, with my son, I was only three for okay. a long time. So I thought alhamdulillah, uh, you know. Yeah, uh, progress you know, for yourself. There's, there's yeah. progress, exactly. So um, then she said to me, okay, now you, you're good to go, green light. So we left and we walked very slowly down the corridor and, you know, I was stopping on the way and then suddenly my water broke. Oh, so mashallah. I, I my doula and I said, uh, <laughs> I think my water broke. And so then they quickly, someone came to clean the, the floor and everything. And then it was just at the end of the corridor. I could see the light at the end of the corridor, the room. Mm, mm-hmm. And then you know we walked slowly and the midwife in the room it felt amazing to enter this room because mm. subhanallah that's what i was waiting for since you know four years ago yeah almost four years ago you know the fact that the light was dimmed it was all yeah. blue and there was only one midwife no you know uh it, it felt very intimate only one midwife just for me <laughs> yeah. and uh, you know the doula my husband and that's all yeah and um yeah, the atmosphere was very serene, and uh, so she switched. Um, I mean, she, she she switched on the water mm-hmm. in the tub, and she told me, "Okay, you, whenever you are ready to go." Yeah. So, alhamdulillah, I went in, and then you know, uh, it was when I came, it was nine, I think nine o'clock or nine thirty, mm-hmm. and and then the work started. Uh, subhanallah, it was uh, you know the contractions were becoming very like intense but subhanallah i only had the gas in there in the bath okay and i was so so happy not to have the epidural this time okay so mashallah. i was trying you know my best to be mobile in the bath like change position squats 
right. you know, it was a bit uh, awkward at time because the midwife was telling me, I, I need to, I need to feel the baby. Oh, you know, I can't feel the baby. Uh, mm. So she mm. made, she stressed me a little bit with her monitor right. because right. she was coming every five minutes to check. Oh. And I was like, oh my God, it was painful to move. You know, sure. and and when she was, whenever she was putting the monitor on my tummy, it felt to be like, you know, like a, intrusive. Uh, yeah, and a bit raw, you know, a bit sore. Yeah. So, uh, but I had no choice, and she couldn't see. I was looking at the monitor, and she couldn't see any number on it. So it mm. looks like there was no heart beating. It was quite stressful. Um, mm. But I was trying to tell myself, okay, it's okay. Uh, Sometimes mm-hmm. I, I could hear something in the background. So I thought maybe, you know, I don't know this. Uh, I don't know. We say in French, we say intermittence, you know, and there's something yeah. in between. Yeah, intermittence. Yeah, it's the yeah, same, same word, same. intermittence. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I thought maybe there's something, you know, blocking, I don't know, the water. Sure. I don't know what's going on. And um, but I was trying to, you know, breathe and not focus on that stress, uh, you know, to to allow my progress to, you know. Yeah. Uh, to yeah to, to carry on and to develop then yeah to develop yeah and then she she managed after maybe 10 minutes to you know to hear the heart and I was like oh my god is she okay and you know and mm-hmm. she said yeah 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 she it, it's fine now you know finally and then subhanallah suddenly I pushed and I felt the crowning it yeah was, you know all the things <laughs> I was reading about yeah. and suddenly I was actually feeling them Oh, it was yeah. uh it was amazing uh, yeah i'm so glad it was in the water because i was thinking you know out of the water i don't know how i would have managed <laughs> but the water really helped um because yeah. when she went you know sometimes it was getting cold so she yeah. was switching the hot water on and i was just putting my back my spine under the hot water mm. and it felt like you know so good and then yeah Lila was also massaging me, you know, throughout my, you know, down my spine and everything. That felt like Allahu Akbar. So, mm-hmm. um, and then, uh, yeah, and then, you know, just uh, praying throughout the contracts yeah. and everything. And after the head came out, then no yeah. one noticed in the room. And I was like, mm-hmm. I think the head came out. And the <laughs> midwife quickly, quickly ran and she said to me, oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. <laughs> The Aww. head is out, and she said, "Look, Fatima, now one more push, and your baby yeah. is, is in into the world." And that gave me so much uh, motivation, you know. Yes, yes. So uh, then I waited for the next contraction. I pushed, and Alhamdulillah, she was uh, in my arms, and I was <laughs> so amazing. Yeah, so amazing. Allah Akbar. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. So beautiful. We lost you a little bit, Fatima. I don't know if you can still. Are you still there? Alhamdulillah. Yes, I can hear you now. Yeah. Alhamdulillah. I was saying, I I hope my story was clear and um, and it wasn't too long. No, uh, no, it's perfect. Alhamdulillah. It's perfect. Um, never, never to anything. It's so lovely to hear <laughs> you speak and share. You know your story. Essentially, this is what you waited for. I know how badly you wanted this. I know, and I'm so. What I'm so glad that you managed to get a doula. You know that was something you'd yeah. wanted. Um, you know, it wasn't. It just wasn't feasible and possible for me to be your physical doula. 
Mm. Um, but I know how much it meant to you to have a doona. And I know how much you wanted to have your V back. And yeah. half of the, the determination with women when I support sisters with their V backs, particularly, is it has to come from them. They have to go through this very, very solitary journey, um, which can be very isolating, very lonely, quite fearful. It goes through kind of stages. And there's only so much that a doula can do as a support person, even a husband or any partner can do to support somebody in that moment. It's actually the work that has to be done for the, the woman herself. She has to do the inner work. And when she does that work in herself and realizes what she really wants and how badly she wants it, it's like she's unstoppable. Hmm. because she she will get what she wants you know and so like you said you did a lot of work before you went into labor you were ready for it alhamdulillah you managed to get not just one doula two doulas Allah Akbar (laughs) so you know when we were talking it was like it was not but you know your husband was not on board he didn't really want you to have a doula but alhamdulillah you got two Allah Akbar (laughs) (laughs) yeah exactly Allah changes you know, Allah is the best of planners. Allah changes circumstances. And I'm so glad that you got a doula, not one, but two. Um, mm. You got the support you needed. Alhamdulillah. You also did the work yourself. Um, your husband was obviously clearly there with you as well, which is great, right? And alhamdulillah, your baby girl came into the, into the world mm. with no harm. And you were not harmed, you know? Alhamdulillah. Yeah. Um, uh, and actually, I really encourage uh, all the sisters and the women out there, um, mashallah, mm-hmm. to, you know, if they want it. Because I was reading a lot of positive birth stories. I forgot to mention that as well. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And that was very uh, empower- empowering. Empowering, <laughs> um, yeah. Yes. Subhanallah to, you know, just reading the comments, watching the video sometimes and reading the, reading the comments on, of some women saying, yeah, I did it. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, it was just... Um, yeah, subhanallah. So motivating for me. So very inspiring. Yeah, That's so, excellent. So um, if, if, if this can be inspiring for someone else, subhanallah, that, you know, that would be great. And, I'm uh, sure it will be. I'm really yeah, sure it will be. Inshallah. And it's amazing what, what we can do. Like I still... I, I still can't believe, you know, uh, <laughs> I did that. <laughs> so, yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's it's just it's just amazing. It's like coming back from, uh, wow, when, yeah, I'm so I'm so happy, and our bodies are, are amazing. Subhanallah. And uh, it, you know, they say uh, giving birth is a mental game, and it's so true. Subhanallah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I really feel like it's a lot to do with, um, you know, our our brain, our mind, uh, you know, yeah, uh, yeah. We, we have to tell ourselves that we can do it. And obviously right. it's scary when, you know, the, the thing that the medical uh, world can tell you about, you know, yeah. rupture, that, that was something that was, I was very fearful uh, of. Uh, that's why I wanted to give birth in a birth center and not at home. Right. Uh, but mashallah, for those who can do it at home and have, you know, the strength and everything, alhamdulillah, uh, for yeah. me, we, you know, I wanted to be like one foot, <laughs> one have a one foot there, yeah. and yeah. Um, and and alhamdulillah, uh, yeah, it all went well. I, I had a great midwife, even though she was a bit stressed, but it's understandable. <laughs> uh, but she was yeah. great, mashallah, and uh, yeah, and, and alhamdulillah, and and if if anybody likes to be in the water, like I really do, um, go for it as well. <laughs> Yeah. 
it's it's actually really good for pain relief water oh it's amazing spanala and warm yeah. water i yeah. had i i was going to use other techniques like using the comb in my hands or oh yeah some yeah. people say chewing uh, on ice but obviously yeah. you do you do, you go with a uh, whatever is uh is is good for you on the day uh right. alhamdulillah i don't regret anything oh, um, so that that's great i just had a you know a tear after that uh, okay so i had to use the gas in there as well and the placenta i forgot to say it, but yeah. oh yes what did you uh, do it's just yeah. a d- detail huh? but um i wanted yeah. to push you know in the tub right uh but um the midwife told me uh you know you have a, a blood clot and it was quite uh, quite big so she said um i would advise you to um to do it you know out of the bath okay so that's what i did i went on the you know on the bed and and i pushed uh she gave me an injection i didn't want yeah. it but i think she yeah. was a bit um she, she, yeah she was a bit uh, stressed about uh, everything and yeah. about certain things so she said to me i don't want to wait for too long it, it can be you know and i said okay then I'm, you know i i've i had done the the, the most uh, job so <laughs> i yes. said okay you know i'll just push that placenta and and then mashallah yeah. she opened it on you know on the table and uh-huh. and, she, and she went through you know she went through yeah. it check it yeah. everything and and then i gave it uh, to my doula the the muslim one who uh-huh. even the the christian one she buries them in her garden yeah yeah okay and then she plants she plants a, a rose on top of it or something <laughs> so okay said, okay she said to me i've got lots of placentas in my garden i say oh <laughs> good <laughs> um you made, you made life really easy for me yeah so so then she took it and uh alhamdulillah even the recovery is so you know so different than going to yes. section Yes. you know it was um, much quicker isn't it i was on my feet uh, yeah. again obviously uh, you know you're a bit sore down there if you have a tear but but it was nothing compared to the c-section right right so, exactly yeah. and did you alhamdulillah did you find breastfeeding a little easier with um your daughter uh you know it's funny because i thought like uh it would be easier the second time but it wasn't <laughs> okay uh, I, i i went a little bit through the same thing than with my son like uh uh i was very sore but with him it was obviously a bit worse uh because uh, it was the first time but yeah. it was it was painful and i i didn't think it would be painful the second time it's funny um, okay and you know i was feeling more sore on one side it's always the left for some reason Uh, okay <laughs> then the then the right okay uh, but now alhamdulillah i'm so glad after it takes a bit uh, long for me i know some women it takes maybe a few days or a week but for me uh-huh. it takes uh, almost three weeks to be comfortable uh, you know okay yeah but alhamdulillah now uh, i'm glad uh, all good okay alhamdulillah and she's alhamdulillah. She's, she had a bit of jaundice uh okay you know straight after birth but alhamdulillah yeah. she's okay now alhamdulillah So I was just going to say a couple of things that pick up on what you said about your placenta. I think most likely because with um, BVACs, there is a higher risk. I'm not a midwife, a disclaimer here, but just with experience that I have and stuff from, you know, working with women and the, the, the stuff, the work I do. Basically, there's a higher risk of um, retained placenta or even postpartum hemorrhage with um, when you've had a C-section and you have a VBAC. So mm-hmm. you're 
midwife, especially if, like you said, she was a trainee or she was a new, newly qualified, she might have been a little bit anxious or apprehensive about what might happen, the risks. They're very concerned about the risks. So she probably wanted you to get to check your, she wanted to check your placenta. She wanted it to come out whole and she wanted to be able to see that nothing had been left inside you. And if you did have a clot, that would have made her anxious because one, the problem is that with the VBAC, sometimes there can be a hemorrhage, a postpartum hemorrhage. There could be a lot of bleeding um, just because it's a PP, you know, a, a VBAC, but also there could just be a PPH, which is a postpartum hemorrhage. So they don't want you to have a lot of bleeding. Do you see what I mean? So that might have been why they did that. They wouldn't have worried you and started to alert you about that. But that's one of the risks of, uh, of um, VBACs. Mm. So she may have been just wanting to make sure and giving you this, the drip, uh, the, the drip, the injection in your leg just yes. basically speeds it up and it makes it so that, that you're not hanging around and waiting. It will come slightly quicker and slightly sooner and it's a bit more controlled. Um, that's probably what she was doing with that. And then the other thing I was going to mention is the reason why I asked you if you'd struggled with any kind of breastfeeding or how she breastfed, if it was okay um, with, with, and with your second is because with a C-section, after a woman has had a C-section, she has a very uh, sore area. Her, her tummy is a wound essentially, right? Mm. So the body, after you've had the baby, the body doesn't say, oh, great, let's get starting making milk. Let's get, let's get onto the, you know, the breast milk. It goes, oh, I've got a massive wound in my stomach. I need to put all my energy, all my healing, you know, elements into healing this wound. So the body, it gets distracted by healing a C-section wound rather than focusing on what the body could be doing which is you know going straight to breast milk production um reducing you know um reducing the uterus size you know that kind of thing that happens in physiological birth mm -hmm. so often with c-section sisters struggle to breastfeed not because they can't do it or because they haven't got milk or it's not working or the baby doesn't latch that could be that the baby doesn't latch but it's usually because the, the body is saying subhanallah i need to go and fix this area over here and it's completely preoccupied with healing the wound because and regardless of uh, of the time you, you you have the your baby your second baby because for me it was three years and a half doesn't matter i think really? it's essentially what it is is that i'm um, all all i can say is that you can examine the fact that when you have a c-section the body um with breastfeeding it will not it it, it, it will be working very hard to repair a wound in a tummy rather than preoccupy itself with focusing on the things that we should be doing naturally, which is preparing the breast milk for the baby, focusing on the breast. So there can be a slight delay in breast milk production. There can be a little struggle for women who are breastfeeding after a C-section, right? But they're not told this. It's not like midwives and people say to them, look, the reason why your milk's not coming or the reason why you're struggling to breastfeed or is because your body's healing a huge wound in your tummy. You'll just, you know, lots of sisters are made to feel very inadequate because they can't do what they, they think they should be doing, which is breastfeeding their baby. So I was curious how the breastfeeding was this time around because it was a natural delivery. I was wondering whether it had any effect on that, whether you personally could compare. But like you've just said to me, it was it was almost similar, no? Or Yes, yes. Yeah, so that's interesting, isn't it? It's just an observation. Um, yeah. yeah. I, just making observations, correlations. It's so mm -hmm. fascinating. I find it so fascinating. But alhamdulillah, um, it, the fact that, you know, you're here, 
uh, your baby girl is there with you right now. I just, I'm just so happy for you, sister. Wallahi, I'm so happy. <laughs> Alhamdulillah. Um, I'm aware that we're going to wrap it up at three o'clock because that's the time that we've both got things we have to do. So if you don't have anything else you'd like to say, inshallah, um, I'll let you um, have the last word. If there's anything you want to finish off with or... Um... Uh, I will just say, uh, you know, you know, for any woman who, obviously, those who are listening are probably wanting to have a be back. So, uh, inshallah, try your best to uh, eat well uh, and stay active. And the, the positions, the the birth position, was were really helpful. Um, you know, the squatting and going on all four, and and I think working with gravity is uh, is really key. Yeah, um, and uh, it was in my mind throughout, you know, uh, throughout the, the the contraction. I mean, I, as soon as I got into the bathtub, uh, it was in my mind, and I think that really uh, that really helped me, uh, yeah. along with the breathing, obviously. And uh, you know, don't worry about the noise you can make <laughs> because <laughs> I was like a lioness in the bath. <laughs> And, uh, you know, so, alhamdulillah, some need to be silent, some need to express themselves. So don't mm -hmm. uh, uh, don't hold yourself and just uh, feel free. <laughs> and yeah. Uh, because yeah, that will that can only help you and, and your baby too to descend. And, right. Uh, yeah, and inshallah, uh, you will you you can do it. That that's all I I can do. We can do everything. Mm -hmm. Alhamdulillah. Yeah, that's beautiful. Jazakallah khair. Um, so no inhibitions, basically. Zero inhibitions. Uh, what do that's, you mean by inhibition? Sorry. Inhibitions. It's like, you know, you were saying when you were like a lioness and you feel like you don't, you need to roar or you need to make a noise. You shouldn't be made to feel like you can't. Yes. You should be. So that's when we say no inhibitions. You don't have to feel inhibited. You okay. can... You can be free. You can say what you like and do go with your feeling. You know exactly. Yeah, yeah. I think it's really important to be in touch with the yeah your your nature. You know your your nature, who you are at that moment, and just yeah. A hundred percent. Free, subhanallah. A hundred percent. Because we, we hold on so 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 much uh, as women as well. And, you yeah. know, uh, and subhanallah, that's our time, and you know. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly yes so, i felt so yeah i felt so, so happy and for the first time in my life depends which person what personality you you are some people don't care some you know but um i was caring a lot about you know what people would think and even at that time i i asked the midwife oh my god was i like was i loud <laughs> i'm saying this to you now uh but you know i was still caring i was still you know uh, oh, i still yeah. ask and then the midwife said um Oh no! Don't worry, and uh, because there were some firemen in the in the waiting area, uh, you know, when I came in, and I said, "Oh my God, maybe those men they heard me screaming." And then, but I'm saying it to you now. Don't worry, <laughs> just mm. so you know, because that's how I was feeling uh, at that time. And alhamdulillah, I don't regret anything. Absolutely, yeah, mashallah, it's perfect. Well, jazakallah for coming here. Um, you know, and one thing I think I'd love to say to you is that when I've listened to you talking, you know, you said that you were amazed at yourself that you could do that. But do you know what? You could always do that. The first mm -hmm. time 
your experience was qadr Allah, but at the same time, you were very capable of doing what you've just done now, then you were still capable, you were still able to do it. It was just that your circumstances were totally different. And you were essentially what happens to all sisters, you know, you were robbed of an experience that you could have had. But alhamdulillah, you made a comeback and now your line is set so that every time you have a baby, inshallah, you can always have a vaginal delivery. Do you see? It's not like anybody can take that away from you. You broke the barrier now. And that's the that's the breakthrough. And it's so sad that so many sisters are in the situation where some sisters are facing pregnancy second time and they, they don't want to be pregnant. They're scared. They're terrified that it's all going to happen again. So I swear by Allah, the words that you've shared will fall on sisters' ears and they will have impact. They will. You might not know how much of an impact, but I know. Um, so I really, really appreciate you taking the time to come here, Fatima, and share with us your wonderful story. And may Allah preserve you, your baby, and your family, and all your future offspring, um, and protect them. Amin. Amin, and protect you all. And I forgot to, just the last word is don't, uh, don't hesitate to hire a doula, because uh, that's amazing. <laughs> and, you know, <laughs> Yeah, mashallah, if you, if you can, if you want to, uh, yeah, really hire a doula. Because I was yeah. reading a lot about, you know, statistically, uh, yeah. I can't remember the numbers, but they, you know, they, I think it's 30% uh, less chance of having a, a C-section when you have a doula, something like that. You, you yeah. can check out the numbers, but um but uh, yeah, it's just uh, so much, gives you so much support. Alhamdulillah, I had a good experience as well. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's, it's just amazing the work that they do. Um, so yeah, please don't hesitate to have one. 100%. And I actually just, I've just become an auntie. My husband's um, sister had her first baby last night. Um, that's from my husband's side of the family. Alhamdulillah. I'm already an auntie on my sister's, my own family side, but they're non-Muslims. They're Christians. So um, it's really lovely to be an, an, an auntie on the Muslim side of my family. So now, alhamdulillah, and I actually arranged for her to have a doula. She's in India. So I got her, um, I got a doula for her from the Amani, Amani birth company. And Alhamdulillah, a fantastic doula. And she did the most amazing work and she prevented a C-section. She prevented it because in India and Saudi Arabia, where my um, relatives are mostly, they, they often give them C-sections first. They just do it. And Alhamdulillah, I didn't want her to have one. I was terrified for her. So I made sure that I can't be with her. So I made sure that she had a doula. And at the last minute of her labor, the doctors were saying, okay, we're going to do surgery. We're going to do surgery. But no, alhamdulillah, my doula, my, sis, my sister-in-law's doula stepped in and said, no, 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 she can do it naturally. And wallahi, she gave birth naturally with no pain relief. Mashallah. Mashallah, no C-section. And I'm, my husband, is, he's been so sweet. He was so grateful to me. He saw the value of who I am and what I do. He saw it. That we can make changes, sister, across the board, internationally. We can make a network of Muslim sisters, which is what I do. I want Muslim sisters to come, work together, support one another, breastfeeding support, you know, postpartum support, birth support, pregnancy support, everything. We need to support our ummah and prevent harm. We have to. So, yeah, that's 
that's the most important thing right now is just basically making sure the sisters are protected and our, our offspring, our ummah is protected from harm. Inshallah. Amen. Amen. So on that note, inshallah, my son has a Quran class and I know we have, you have to go at three o'clock as well. Yes. We will, um, we'll catch up soon though, sister. Jazakallah khair for sharing this time with me. Um, I really, really appreciate it. And inshallah, we will, we will catch up soon. <laughs> inshallah, my pleasure. Assalamu alaikum. Wa alaikum salam, rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Assalamu.